0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast, We're that podcast where we celebrate that Jeep life and everything it has to offer. 2021 was great to us here at the Jeep Life Podcast, and we thought we'd give back and get, kind of do a year in review. So I've went through and picked out a few of our favorite um, moments from the year, and including them in this retrospective, if you will. Anyway, enjoy, we'll get things started with Holly Fowler. Um and we are joined by an amazing um guest host tonight. And Bill, I'm this is I'm fangirling I'm, over here. I know, dude. right? We, <laughs> we've been waiting forever for this and we're so excited. Um Bill, introduce our, our guest host.
1: So some of you may know her as Mischief Maker, which is actually her Jeep's name. Yeah, And her. we are joined by Holly Fowler, which Woo-hoo! you know it So how you doing, Holly?
2: Doing good. I'm actually really excited to be on here. It's season, season two, episode one. It's, it's pretty cool.
0: It's perfect. Yep. Perfect. Better. Yep. So beautiful. Let me make sure it's not <laughs> me. To, it could. You know, it could be it, it could be any of us. We could all be wearing a pink helmet <laughs> or something. You know.
1: Yeah. So we adopted the pink helmet from Marvin as when we mess up on air, we'll, we we got to wear the pink helmet. Problem is, that the pink helmet doesn't fit over any our heads. Yeah, it is my my daughter's helmet. This for, is our yeah. nice little pink helmet. Yeah.
2: Oh, Wow, you really do have one. We, we have we, a pink helmet.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that
2: is fantastic. <laughs> yeah,
0: Billy gets to wear it more often than anybody else. But. Yeah.
1: As you can tell, I'm the guy that uh, is the hold my beer and I'll skinny pedal it through something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I just can't. I, I I'm I'm with you. I'm fangirling here, I, Holly. We 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 follow you. Um, my favorite Jeep on the planet, and the guys and the everybody that's listened to us knows that it's um, the Chief model um, Jeep. And I, the first time I saw your Jeep, I was like, oh, I, <laughs> drooling, drooling. You might had to pick some that drool up off the fender.
1: Yeah, I definitely
0: had to, you know, <laughs> wipe wipe my chin off. So how about we
1: start off with that? Holly, would you like to give us a little bit of a build breakdown about Mischief Maker? Well, we're just jumping right in there. Absolutely. Why not?
2: We're, we're like, we're like feed in first. I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I, I, I love it. Um, sure. Well, I, uh, it's a 2017 and funny you should say the first time you saw, saw the build, you were drooling. The first time I saw that Jeep, it was awful. I, I did not like it at all. I didn't like the color. I didn't like the white stripe. I thought it was vile. And then I saw it in person, and I was like, write up the paperwork. That is my Jeep right there. Oh,
0: uh, So so you didn't see it in person first. You saw pictures or something.
2: I did, yeah. So my um, my dealer that I was working with, I actually had all the paperwork written up for a white Sahara, and um, he had sent me pictures of the cheap edition, and I said, don't. Don't ever do that to my eyeballs again. That's <laughs> awful. Please, for the love of glory, don't do that. So uh, I got there and saw it in the parking lot and fell in love immediately. We had to switch over that paperwork pretty quick because there was another couple looking at it at the same time. Wow. So I said, right, okay, we got to run in. Run in and switch it up.
3: <laughs> no, is So the mischief maker almost wasn't the mischief maker. No, it would have been the like mis- the... The, Miss, yeah. the yeah. Miss
0: Stingray maker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't quite have wouldn't worked the same way.
2: So, what year no, is it? No, not the same. It's a 2017. So, the Chief yes. Edition was only um, out into 2017, and they came out with three different colors. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chief is actually just called Chief Blue, which yep. Yep. I I just love. Uh, people always ask me what the color is, and like, it's. It, Chief are like no, we get it. It's the chief edition, but what? We'll, you know, I'm like, <laughs> right no, it's, now, it's chief blue. Right. That's that's the, the name of the color. So, um, and that
0: color's been around yeah. in Jeeps, um, stable for a really long time. Yes, right. It was it, it was a has. Cherokee, um, color. Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, I love it. Yeah,
2: and I just I love it. As soon as I saw it in person, it's um, it kind of just reminded me of like something kind of retro and. The blue, obviously being from Scotland. I don't know. I thought my favorite color has always been blue. It's not. It's that's it. There's no story to it. I hear
0: Um, you. All right, that brings us to our guest, and turning it over to him and letting him um, be the spotlight for a little bit. Eric Ammerman, what, co- what color's you jeep, man? <laughs> I guess that's um <laughs> the question everybody's dying to know
4: I'm just saying twenty twenty one you guys are batting a thousand with blue jeeps. That's all i'm saying
0: yeah we we are for team
4: for team red, it's been an awful lot of blue jeeps
0: well we are we are letting the blue jeeps into our yes. inner circle that is what it is because all yeah. jeeps matter <sighs> do they, do <laughs> <Except> they? ready? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they? So, Eric, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself and and you know, whatever you want to share to get started, and then you know, we'll go into our standard t- interview type questions.
4: Yeah, all right. Well, uh I I live in Westchester, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, go uh, ahead and a, give out the street uh, address so all the fans <laughs> <go>. <laughs> I can if you'd like.
4: Um I, I uh yeah, I have a twenty sixteen Hydro Blue uh four-door JK. Um Mild, mild build, and mild. Um, <laughs> mild. <laughs> All right, mild. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, we, um, yeah. I don't know what. What do. You, what do you want to know? Do we, do we talk about where I work? Right off of, out of the. No. Nah, so or let's what are we? let's go over.
0: We can ease in the Jeep <laughs> real, uh, it, <laughs> real quick. So tell tell us how, uh, a little bit about what's the name of your Jeep? <laughs> Overkill. All right. Tell us a little bit how. Uh, tell us a little bit about Overkill and see if it is. Overkill or not? Oh, can uh, we even
1: backtrack even more yeah. to his previous?
0: Well, that's a question. Greg? That's a question. But let's 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 talk about Overkill. We're in the we're in the present. Okay. Then so we have to go. Sorry, and, and Eric. see how we have to do his backstory. Right. We have to. Right. We have to learn All origin right. story. Yeah, origin. Okay. And then and then we'll bring him into the present and finish him out. All right. Like a real hero. Cool. All right. <laughs> It's like we're promoting a movie star or something. <laughs> it really is. Um tell us a little bit about um overkill. I mean, besides well, the obvious.
4: Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's very overkill. Stock three point six V six engine. Uh automatic transmission, standard uh yeah. Yeah. There it is. With that's that's my uh technical driver. That
0: that is your technical driver right there. there.
4: Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's, uh, it came from the factory with half doors. So it's got the Mopar, uh, half doors, which I'm a huge fan of. And it actually sold me on that Jeep before it
1: was even <laughs> built like this, by the way, the,
0: the, the half doors, I, I think they're the sexiest things on the planet.
1: There's a yellow set for sale them. on Facebook marketplace. Right There's
0: now. a really, oh, dude, that those half doors you get them. Yeah. Uh,
1: so anyway, it
4: was, uh, but it was originally built by uh rock crawler suspension. Um, and the first time i saw that jeep was in 2016 at easter jeep safari. All right. uh we were on a trail ride with uh rock crawler suspension and a bunch of other uh, mce was there. um so you can see the mce fenders. actually if you buy mce fenders there's a pamphlet that comes in the box. yeah. uh there's a picture of my jeep from that that trail ride.
0: yeah, when i opened up those fender flares and your your picture staring at me. i mean it wasn't yeah. you physically, it was your jeep but
4: I was yeah. there though. I was there when that picture was taken. Nice. That's um, pretty cool. So so we went on a we went on a trail ride with um with Rock Crawler. And this was the first time that Jeep was on a trail and it had 40 miles on. It. 40.
5: Um
4: it did not have Dana 60s at the time. It had Ultimate 44s on it. Um and and uh non coilover suspension. Okay. And it still had the Method wheel it had those same Method wheel. Actually different Method wheels but similar. Um but anyway, it was it was on the trail, and uh, and Jeremy said I could drive it. Uh, we were. It was a trail called Cliffhanger, and so I was shooting video, and then Jeremy was like, "Here, you want to you want to drive this for a second? Like I'm I'm sick of driving." It was like toward the end of the day. I'm like yeah, so I hop in the jeep and I'm driving it down the trail, and I say to him, I was like, "Hey man, what do you do with these jeeps after you're done with them?" Because you know he builds them for you know they prototype like suspensions on them. Mm-hmm. They take them to SEMA, they take them to Moab, they take them to King of the Hammers, stuff like that. I was like, "What do you do with them when you're done?" He goes, "I right, sell them," and I was like, "Okay." He's like, "I sell them cheap," and I was like, oh, "Buy them." In.
5: He's like, what, "What do
4: you mean?" I was like, "I'll buy this. I'll buy this one." That was back in 2016. I was like, "I seriously, when you're when you're done with this Jeep, call me and tell me you're done with it, and I will buy it." Perfect. And he was like, "All right, cool." So two years later, 2018, he called me in the spring, and he's like, "Yeah, man, I'm done with that Jeep," and I was like, "Okay, cool. I'll I'll buy it." And then I had to figure out how to do that. <laughs> uh, but, which but it, it was like yeah but he was like and, you know, and he goes he was like well it's changed a little bit since you saw it and I was like okay like what what changed and he's like well it's got coilovers, overs uh, and it's got Dana 60s now and it's got 40s it only had 37s when I drove it it was <laughs> so like it's a little different now and yeah. I had been watching I mean I knew what had happened right right but um, and then he you know we we talked about the price and I was like yeah I will definitely 100% couldn't build a Jeep, couldn't build that Jeep for what he was selling it for. No. So so I was, uh, yeah, so I was fully in. And then luckily, like financial stuff worked out and I was able to buy it. So I bought that in 2018. I actually had to wait. I agreed to buy it in the spring. And then he called me kind of toward the end, or the, you know, the middle of the summer. He's like, I'll let you know when I'm done with it. And he's like, I got bad news. It has to go on Ultimate Adventure. Uh, I'm not driving it. Gerald Lee from Savvy is driving it. but." As soon as it's done with that, you can have it. And then Gerald beat the piss out of it.
1: <laughs> and when you say beat the piss out of it, can you elaborate
0: on why <laughs> I've, 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 I've seen the video of this? Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you look
4: at the 2018 Ultimate Adventure, you can see, you can see all the things that he did to it. Uh, but, he, I mean, they replaced everything that was broken. Uh, I forgot to mention the day after I agreed to buy it in 2016 when it had 40 miles on it. We were on another trail ride with jeremy and he flopped it
5: oh yeah (laughs) yeah
4: and i was the only i was the person i was filming it i was the person closest to him and i come running over if you find the video of it you can see me run over to the window and i lean in the jeep is on its side and i go jeremy are you all right and he goes yeah yeah i'm good and i go i don't know if i want to buy this thing man (laughs) (laughs) and then i go like well and i get you know we're waiting for you know other jeeps to come up so we can winch it back over. And I was like, "Tell you what, I'll still buy, it, but I'm not paying that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'll pay even less until you ro- until we roll yeah. it over.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Since you put it on its side.
4: Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's you know had some body work done, and he already he already put it on its side once, so that's already been done. So now it's the jeep that's it's
3: ready. It's already had its, it's
5: first thing. Yeah, so. yeah. You Just can't, can't carry, be afraid pop to like. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. So th- throw the picture back up a second. Yeah, yeah. Gary.
0: Give me a sec. I'm I'm still learning so, this technology here. Is
3: it is that frame or is that wheelbase stretched or is it because the frame in the back is chopped? No, it is. It's stretched too. Is it okay? Yeah. The center it line of the wheel forward, looked like it was forward and push rear. Okay. Yeah.
4: Nice. So that's the Rock Crawler Trail Demon coilover remote
3: reservoir uh, system, I'm and
5: running, then it I'm...
4: actually
3: pushes it. With that? I'm sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. I got all excited. I'll have
4: to measure the wheelbase. I'm not exactly sure
3: what
0: it is, but it
4: is pushed front and rear. Okay.
3: Yeah, What's
0: probably it? a couple inches. Right?
4: Yeah.
3: Well, I'm looking yeah. at, so I mean, you can obviously, you can see the tires you know, front and rear out past the Jeep, but I know at one point you also said it's got a frame chop to tuck the rear bumper, too. It uh, does, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, what what size of the coilovers, Eric? Are
4: the the length? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I could get you that information. This was so. This was the prototype for their Trail Demon system.
3: Gotcha. Right. Right.
4: So this was not. This wasn't an off-the-shelf lift. So there's like a couple of different weird things. Like I have different sized joints than the off-the-shelf system does, which we found out when I ordered the joints to replace <laughs> just mine.
3: Ask you how that's you know how that's affected getting parts for it. It's, I mean you know Rock
4: Crawler built it. Jeremy built it, and Adam at Rock Crawler built it. So they know what's on there. You know, right. So right, sometimes right. they forget, and they're like, "Ah, crap! That's right. We we changed out to the joint." But
0: and if yeah, Eric calls them, as far as, they jump.
3: Right. Right. So <laughs> no, I don't know if that's true, but they help me out for sure. That's awesome. So how's that three six and that trans working with the uh, with the forties on it? It is fine. I mean, those are the they're Dana
4: they ultimate Dana sixties with 538 gear. Right. Um. And it's and it's it's a sport transfer case. Um. And it is fine. It does just fine.
3: You've had no problems with the transfer case chain stretching or anything like that? No. Not as of yeah, but I don't I mean it only has it only has twenty thousand miles. Yeah.
0: Right. It it, it has it I, has a third of my miles on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, when I got it it had nine it had nine thousand miles on it. So in two years I've
0: put another another ten on it. But it is your daily so driver. Have...
4: It was my daily driver okay, for a couple of years. And I've got another daily driver now, so I can kind of a Honda I can be a little more aggressive. <laughs> no, it's better. It. No, it's, a, it's a, a TDI Jetta wagon. Jet, That's yeah, why I said wagon. it's
3: better. It's no way, <laughs> yeah. man. Let's yeah, go, we're not getting into the Volkswagen Honda. Okay, we'll, we'll whatever. Save that for another, <laughs>
0: another day. Uh, yeah, one's a skateboard. I mean, hey,
4: one, one gets 30 plus miles a gallon and one gets 10. So,
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Average,
4: average it out, and I'm doing
3: pretty
0: good. Yeah, that's awesome. All so, right.
3: what what did you wheel before? I keep taking the microphone here. No, no do it, go do it, for, go it. for <laughs> it. That's what it's all about. What were you wheeling before the before the Wrangler? So before that, I had an '01 XJ.
5: Yeah, uh,
4: and that had was that had a uh, four four and a half inch Rubicon Express lift on it. It started out as a three and a half, and then I went up to a four and a half. Um. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was a pretty. That wasn't. A, that wasn't a crazy build. I mean, flip the Oak Illuminator, you know, some overlandy stuff. It was pretty
0: overlandy, Don. I, think I was going like, to say it. It was more of an overland it? build. Yeah. Did I, it
3: work? Yeah. I mean, it, it. What size tires yeah. did you? get, Thirty threes on it with the four and a half. I had thirty twos.
4: Thirty twos. Like Thirty two, and a half. I think it was a Is that three fifteen?
3: You know, I think I came across a picture somewhere of it at one point. I, I, I'm. Yeah, it was called. It's it was around. Called Project XJ. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I came across a picture of it, and so it worked. And and uh, but this is a totally overkill is a total different rig now.
4: Well, yeah. So the, I mean, and and this is where, and I gave this advice to Bill at one point.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I loved my XJ. I loved that team. But I was spending, I was throwing money and time at an XJ to make it what a factory JK is capable of.
5: Right. Right.
0: Yep.
4: And at some point, you have to go like, okay this is a cool jeep i'll never get my money back out of this i'm enjoying it but it'll also never be a jk right so and i would have loved to be a dude that had an xj forever and feel an next but that jeep came along i well i started before even before that jeep came along i started looking for it for a jk <laughs>
0: we're doing a, an amazing interview with our friend Dave Ladd. Um, he's the senior director at ArmorLite. We're privileged enough to have him on for the second time. And we get to talk to him about, um, Armor Light and all the cool things that are going on now. I mean, the first time we, I love my armor. Light. I know, right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an amazing product and watching you and helping you install it. It, I, I came to love it and I'm like, yeah, that's, why why doesn't every Jeep have that already built into it? I
1: yeah, I can't say enough good things about it from just getting into the Jeep and first like you open the door and it's it's kind of one of the first things you see. Yeah, and then yeah. your eyes drawn to that little floor plug that's a little bit different. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's an awesome product. I love how well it's holding up and I've had it in for probably about six-ish months yeah, now. yeah, and I, soap and water, that's it, yeah. it cleans, cleans up back to right, you know, the
6: day I got it.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. David, welcome, and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself.
6: Thank you, it's good to be back with you guys again, uh, and I can't wait to catch you up on the last six months since we spoke. <laughs> um, I'm I'm heading up this group, uh, this aftermarket group uh, in Detroit, um, and, and, our, our feature product is ArmorLite, as you mentioned, and we we spent almost two years in the field um, back in 2018-19 really just talking to uh, wheelers, jeepers and wheelers on the trails across America and the various Jeep Jamboree guides because we partnered with Jeep Jamboree for that time to really understand what are some of the things uh, that if you could do differently, you'd want to do the first answer across the board was we don't want carpet energy.
5: Yep. Yep. Uh,
6: now, now for, for, you know, mall crawling and, and daily commuting, that's a whole different story. Uh, but when we take it off, off road, we, the, the carpet's the last thing that you want to have to contend with after you've been on the trail all day. So, so we took that input and a lot more input from them about, you know, thermal insulation because it gets so hot when you're, when you're crawling. Um, you know, water management and drainage, uh, durability, scratch and mar resistance, cleanability was a big one that you were just talking about. Uh, especially when we get into these winter months, uh, but not to mention some of the trails across this country, right? In the southeast, yep. you've got that red Georgia clay and that mm-hmm. stuff can get into every little nick and groove out in Moab. You have that real fine particle dust and, and it gets everywhere. So, so having a floor that you can basically clean out with, with dish soap and a, a, a brush. And just rent it down is, is really the ideal solution, but all of that came from the folks out on the trails, and it made us kind of rethink what okay this is what it should be let's let's engineer this thing the way people have told us and and believe it or not, it's a much different engineering standard than what we're used to on the OEM side the, the automaker side because that's our big bread and butter business we supply all the uh, interior components and flooring and acoustical components for all the major automakers in the world, including jeeps. So this was a big departure from what we've been doing for years and years and years, which is a, a normal carpeted you know, uh, 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 product that has an underlayment made of a cotton shoddy, and that doesn't do good with water. So so we did quite a departure from the norm uh, to, to create this product.
0: Yeah, but your, your experience and background and all that answers a lot of questions um, that maybe someone that isn't, you know, like myself or, or Bill, we, we love to go out on the trail and we, we see things that we would love to do, but some of that stuff can't become a reality, but because of your background and, and the company's background, you, you have access to meld the two together and put that real world experience with that quality engineering, right? We, we, do, we
6: have, and and along the way we've run into other companies like Best Stop, like Rancho, you know these names too, mm-hmm. and these are also companies that learned that lesson. We're, we're a younger company, but they learned that same lesson decades ago. Which is, if you really want to make it right, you got to go out there on the trails with the folks that are really putting their vehicles to the test. Yeah, I mean that you guys know, people that are listening in know that when you when you have done uh, trails like the Rubicon, like Moab, Texas, spur, the list, the Cumberland's, the list goes on and on. You're putting your vehicle to an extreme test that you can never replicate in any of our laboratories in Detroit or or on a highway. You know where we do where most of the car companies do their testing, right, on tracks. Yeah. So it, um, it it really was eye opening for us to to be able to recognize the opportunity that was there to really build something that was made for the trail, and that's you know, we kind of pride ourselves in Armorlite being not just a, a a floor mat because it's not that it replaces your floor. With a floor that's just superior yeah. and main
1: trail. you put in a product that it it's breathable, it dries, and it's also very uh, resistant to mildew, mold, all of those things that you, it it changes the whole drive yep. of the vehicle. And then once you start adding those different aspects in, you get more out of it of the noise reduction, heat reduction. So it's just absolutely awesome the product and we yeah. continue just can't say enough about it
0: so the last time we were d- we were together um you guys had the two-door and the four-door jk version
1: and well half a half a two-door <laughs> version yeah
0: so you guys were right.
1: able to actually release the rear set of the oh right right J right. two-door yep. so now you have the full complete jk two-door and four-door
0: but, but you guys are working on some more stuff. They've been and even busier. What, you just released new products, right?
6: Correct. We are uh, we're on quite a roll. Our goal <coughs> has always been to offer the full Wrangler lineup. So from, from the TJs to the JKs, the JLs, the JTs, the Gladiator that's coming out. So we're on the, this week, in fact, we are shipping our first JL four-door floors. So oh, wow. JL is ready, and it's shipping this week. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the right on the heels of that. We're finishing up our JT Gladiator tool, so in in a matter of by next week we'll be running first hits, which is just a trial out and make mm-hmm. sure they're fitting correctly, make the final tweaks and adjustments to all the equipment that ma- that we manufacture with. And then uh, in a matter of a few weeks we'll be we'll be sending out Gladiator floors, and then we've got the JL two door right behind the Gladiator, and then we're gonna we're still gonna do a TJ. We have a lot of demand for the TJ, and we can't turn a deaf ear to it. We
0: have to provide TJ. Yeah, it's um, it's so funny because I I look at the ads and you know on, on Facebook, and it looks like a regular Facebook post with the comments and everything, and you get about three comments in, and the first thing is, where's this? Where's this for the TJ? Where's this for a TJ? What, I, I have this year, you know. Right. Absolutely.
6: There are a lot of TJs that are still out there, and. We knew as we started this business that it was a declining market because there were fewer registered each year. But that's true on the roads and the, and the daily commuters. But I don't think that's true on the trails. Agreed. Those TJ's gonna be around for a long time. And there's yeah, proof. Still <laughs> proof, proof of that.
0: Bill, yeah, Bill's second Jeep is TJ. It, you don't, don't drive it on T, the. It's not a TJ. You don't anywhere, drive it on the
1: like, street.
5: But, yeah.
0: But still has the same pan, so you could absolutely still right? same floor pan. So I love it. Uh, I I'm so excited that you guys are going to do those older vehicles because it, I mean, there, there's a lot of people that, you know, they love those vehicles more so than a lot of, you know, standard people that have a 18 year old vehicle. Like I have (laughs) have an 18 year old vehicle sitting up in the parking (laughs) lot and I don't love that vehicle, but Uh, these people love (laughs) their TJs.
1: Well, so first I want to say like, i work in the engineering field. So, like, I know how much time effort and like process goes into making these products. So first I want to like congratulate you on that. And because it's a lot of work to even, you know, begin to get this next product out. But so moving forward, let's think of, you know, you said we're in the winter time and we're looking at these products and how they hold up to the winter you know, salt, brine and everything else. So how does that translate into what you guys take into account for, you know, some of those harsher chemicals, you know, how do you approach, approach maybe a testing of using that? Or is it just strictly like, let's use it and let's abuse it?
6: Yeah, that's a great question, Bill. Um, so because we are, um, our DNA is automotive. And right. We've been an automotive company going all the way back to the Ford Model T doing the same kinds of products by the way. Uh, we, wow. we really, um, we have to, we can't break our old habits. And the fact is that even though we're making this product for the aftermarket, it isn't required that we do all the same kind of durability testing like it is on the OEM side of the industry. Oh, right, right. But nevertheless, we continue to apply our ArmorLite products to that same standard of testing. Okay. So we do... The, the, um, the ultraviolet testing to make sure it can stand up to hours and hours and hours of direct sun exposure. We do the free we freeze it, we bake it, we shake it, we do all the various tests that we do on the automotive side. We make sure that, you know, the VOC is compliant so that it doesn't release VOC. That's a health issue. Mm-hmm. And again, these things are highly regulated in the auto industry, which is the most regulated uh, yep. and stringent industry, period. Uh, and we apply all those same standards to the to the manufacturer and the design of the Armolite product um, because we have that m- predominantly it's built-in capability that we have anyway. So why wouldn't we do that same testing right. and all the standards? But what we've done with Armor light has gotten you know again I talked about we parted parted ways from the traditional ways of doing floors. We looked at it and we said, well, let's make a floor, but let's take and integrate what would be a, a floor mat or an all-weather mat. Let's just integrate that into this floor so that – so now, for the first time, there's a floor that had – you would never put mats on this. You would never have to buy mats for, for this floor because it already has that functionality built into it. So that gives you better stiction or traction uh, in the wintertime, uh, anytime, off-camber, when you're trailing, when you're wheeling. You know, you want to make sure when you putting plants on that floor that it stays where you put it. Yeah. So, so those are some of the features that we designed into this. But going back to your, your question about you know the different testing, salt testing is right there on that list. And this time of year you guys know how abrasive salt is. Salt can, can ruin just about anything, period. Yep. Uh it it we've done months upon months of salt testing with Armor Light, and we're very pleased I honestly thought that was the one area that you know with enough exposure to that that, that we begin to see some kind of wear and tear. And uh I tell you what, it cleans up just like you mentioned, it cleans up with a little. A little brushing and uh, some dish soap and, and just, you know, gently rinse it down the floor through the drain and it comes back to factory clean. Uh, I have had, I'm not going to name names, but I've had my own aftermarket flooring products that, that I've had in my trucks and Jeep. And, uh, I, I can tell you that, you know, once they stain, it's really difficult to get those stains out. And then when you call them and say what do you what do you recommend, they say well for forty bucks I'll send you this bottle of cleaner.
5: <laughs> right.
6: And then I took them up on it. I did it, and it really didn't take the stains yeah. out. So um, we're proud to be able to say that. Yeah, even salt stains after a rough winter like up here in Detroit, we use a lot of salt up here. Yeah. Um, they they wash right out, and uh, we're we're happy about that. So.
0: Well, salt uh, is abrasive and corrosive. So right. it's it's like the worst possible combination. Cuz if you leave it on there, your foot is going to drive it in and then, you know, just over time it'll it'll corrode just about everything.
5: Yeah.
0: And it's I looking at yours it's it looks when it's cleaned up the same it did when we took it out of the box. With the cleaning, I know we talked a little bit earlier. What's the is there products that you recommend is there or is it really like dish soap and, and elbow grease?
6: Uh, I wouldn't recommend you put any kind of a cleaner, uh, at all. It, it's just some of them are, are abrasive, uh, or corrosive. Many, many are corrosive, uh, by nature. So we've just found that the best cleaner for me is dawn dish soap, but honestly, probably any dish soap and not a lot of it, just a little bit of warm water. And, and for me, uh, if you use a towel or a cloth, that'll clean it. Yes. But we have a a pretty heavy graining on the floor. And so some of that fine particle stuff can get in between the grains. So I just use an ordinary brush, nothing particularly Mm -hmm. strong or, or, um, like a a soft nylon. Yeah, nylon brush. Nylon brush and just scrub a little bit of soap, uh, hit, hit it with a little bit of water and let it, let it rinse out the hole. And you always have to be careful whenever you're bringing water into the vehicle because you do have electronics and electrical connections. Mm-hmm. So you can be careful with a garden hose or with a bucket of water. Yeah. But basically, uh, it, it comes right out with a little bit of brush scrubbing. And I don't mean heavy heavy scrubbing. I, I haven't had to do that yet. We, we kept, and we're going to do this, we had this conversation just this week for Kicks. We're getting into a whole new jeeping season this year. through we'll our Jeep our Jeep Jamboree membership and some of the other things we're doing out on the trails and uh, going from bending event to bending event like the Myrtle Beach Jeep Jam and the Daytona Beach Jeep Jam and all those. And some people say, well, you should put a new floor in for each event. We haven't. We've been leaving the same floor in. Then we take our same Jeep out on the trail all across the country, bring it back, wash it up, leave it in. And and one of our guys was, well, let's put a new floor in for the 2021 season. I said, no, why not keep the same floor that we have had in all last year yep. and just keep cleaning it up for each event it looks like it's factory new, but it's it carries a lot more weight when you can say, This is the same floor that just did fifteen major trails in the last, you know, six months and, and this is what it looks like. I, this is what your needs are gonna look like.
0: I agree with that one hundred percent. Because 'Cause I'm not gonna put a new flooring in every year, right? It, I I think it's You're great.
6: Welcome to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know,
4: right. I was
1: gonna say
0: I can't afford
1: a new floor every year. <laughs>
7: hello hello and welcome to the jeep life podcast where we celebrate that jeep life every day
8: and the celebration of the life of the jeep
7: right uh i don't i didn't write this part down no so i have no notes on this but i know that we're celebrating the jeep life
8: yeah that's definitely we're
7: enjoying jeeps oh yeah we're creating content about jeeps We
8: wave to each other or we do the wave or we wave
7: I think it's interchangeable. Okay, if we're being honest. Okay.
8: Uh,
7: so I know that things sound a little different, and we have a difficult, we have a difficult conversation to have here. And you've heard my voice on the show I've, recently.
8: I believe you've heard mine as well.
7: Yeah. So that I'm Eric. I'm Scott, and we're brothers. Uh, and we've both been on the shows separately, but not together. So here's the, we have some. We have difficult it's, it, is, news. It's
8: it's tricky. I, uh, uh, essentially, there were performance reviews,
7: right? Well, here's the thing. So what happened is the executive board, the executive board of directors, um, they they do an annual review, right? And that you know, as you as you've heard, Terry and Don and and Billy mention recently that. They we just completed
8: the first year, right? And there was an there was an audit. There's an audit. It's it's typical. It's it's It's, normal. You know, that's what you do with any with any large conglomerate. This is normal. Normal stuff. No big deal, right? right.
7: Well, from what I understand, and I don't have all of the information, but I have a good deal of the information, right? And the board of directors was a little concerned.
8: There were there were what's Allegations, legal said we had to say allegations Allegations,
7: right. so allegedly Allegedly Um, Well here, let's get right to it Right down to the brass tacks here, right? Right down to it Terry, who is, you know, the ringleader Of this operation, right? He's not, he's on administrative leave Right Administrative leave, right? Sure So it, it's not that he
8: he's out of a job But it, there's a pending investigation Sure, sure there's been I think it's I think it listen, I think that it's important to mention that this that there was no nepotism involved and Lexi is still uh She's free and clear. Free and clear. She is she has nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. Lexi model is model
7: employee for the G Life pocket. Sure. Um Terry, however, th- there's concerns with this Patreon thing that right. you might have just heard about. And that's that's really what Kicked off this investigation is because You know there is the annual performance review and things were going Good like sure but that triggered the audit But that triggered the audit and they they're like Hey Ter- From what I understand and this is just You know this is hearsay so I'm not Allegedly well, it was like hey Terry where's this money Going and Terry did, He did, he's He's having well, trouble producing the, well, the paper I trail. Think,
8: I think the trouble, and th- and this is, and if I, if I can step in here for a second, a G parts
7: part, are expensive. The I the Jeep, get it.
8: They are. They are. And, and you know you got to do what you got to do. But I think that the problem is in terms of documentation, there wasn't a lot to go on. I, right. We, we were able to get some of uh, what Don refers to as the homework that he says he's always doing. Right. And uh, that uh, was concern. I saw that, and that's concern. I have it in front of me. Right. It's. I don't, I don't, I don't know how to put this. It's, it's ramblings. I mean, is that what we want to call it? Is ramblings, or I mean, maybe not. Maybe it's just Don's shorthand, and that's what he's talking about there's, when he's doing all his in there's his formulas. There's definitely some geocorrection brackets, but but what else? is the,
7: what's concerning is the stick figures and this one graph. Just it goes, it goes a normal, looks like a normal graph, right? And then it just goes. Backward. Abruptly backwards and backwards. down. For some reason. And there's
8: an there's is that a that's a nuclear symbol.
7: Yeah, that's a nu- yeah, that's a nuclear that's, that's 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 upsetting. Um that's an E equals M C squared. I mean, like, I get it done. I that is a that is a good calculation. Right, However, this is it he's really trying
8: I, it seems like from this document that he's he's trying to attain more RTIs. Right.
7: Yeah, it does just say formula for more RTIs exclamation point. Top life top secret Jeep Life podcast only. So we
8: so that's that's what we had to work and, and, and then also there were some other notes that were confiscated. Billy's notes. Um sweetheart of a kid. He he really is. He's he's got yeah. a heart of gold. Um his notes were basically um they were just hearts.
7: Right. And we've asked for the documentation on this um engineering in quotes that he said he's went right, yeah. to school for.
8: But like it's just butterflies on the on the notes, and it's and hearts and butterflies are not that that's not
7: So truly, there was. That's not even Drexel. There was an audit of his day job, and it turns out not an engineer. He's a sandwich artist. He works at Subway. But
8: he wears an engineer's cap, but not the same kind of engineer, like with the stripes. Yeah, like the train engineer. So sandwich artist. That's why he has the air horn. So maybe
7: he's a sandwich engineer. Maybe that's what it is. But anyway, we're concerned. the, The board of. I'm sorry. The board of directors concerned. They asked us to step in in the interim while the the investigation goes on. Bill and Don have been let go, and I think it's fair. We can say that. Yes,
8: that's that's right. Not gonna not gonna be working here anymore.
7: But Terry is still pending investigation. So sure, you know, the, we'll find out soon enough. Like maybe by next week, we'll have an answer. Uh,
8: maybe Scott and I will be back next week. Be, I don't know. It could be. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've been, we're, we've been on retainer this entire time in, in, in the yeah. unlikely event that something were to happen.
7: Really we're Like the cleaners we were like the ringers. Sure. You sure. know, in case things go sideways, they bring us in, we take
8: care of business. We were given literally no notice to put yeah. a show together. I mean, we, you know, we kind of talked about it uh, for about 10 minutes before yeah. we went on air. And you know, this is the best we can do. Here's the good news.
7: We've got our friends at Tread Lightly. We called them, and we said, hey, would you be on the show? So we're, we're going to talk to Evan today from mm-hmm. Tread Lightly, and we're going to talk a little bit about Tread Lightly. That is, the, that is the big bulk of the Jeep conversation we'll have. But uh, I, think, I feel like we're going to do, I'd like to do... We've got a product review. We've got a product review we can do, so we'll do that. And, uh, and what else would, ter- would Terry and, and the uh, other um, guys that shall not be mentioned? Uh, what I think would they- there's,
8: a, there's a pink helmet. I'm, I'm concerned that that might be a euphemism.
7: I was fine Until you said Pink (laughs) helmet Might be a a euphemism (laughs) I'm sorry I'm sorry That um Wow We're gonna cut that? No I don't think we should Cut that at all I think that's valuable I was good Until that point I was fine We were doing just fine And then that happened
8: Uh, my eyes are tearing up. That was terrible. Yeah. So anyway,
7: uh, (laughs) Uh, all right, we can come clean about it. Yeah. I think we're just, we're just filling in.
0: Yeah. So that was, that was a fun install. And, you know, just for giggles, um, we did start it without, um, without anything on it. And, and, and Lexi was like, I'm not, I'm not adding this, this muffler. I like the way this sounds.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Open headers. (laughs) And I'm like,
0: yeah, get in it, close it up and rev it up. You're going to like the sound of it, but you won't want to travel. To boot it as it burns a hole in the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm idling. (laughs) Well, I got that. I got the armor light. Oh yeah. It ain't burning a hole now. You're good to go. I'm good.
10: I got a funny story about an installation that we, that happened at an event going to how uh, how easy they are to install. We had a couple of people that uh, wanted to deal on a system, wanted to buy the the um, the prototype or the display unit. And I kept reducing the price, reducing the price. And uh, Matt from Quadratech just happened to be there. And uh, I said to Matt, I said, you really want to have some fun? And he said, sure. And I said to the guy, I said, look, you put that thing on here in the dirt at Rouse Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. he immediately went running for tools and everything else like this. And this was a JK. So the way the mid pipe is on that is you have to trim it for a JK. Oh yes. Oh. Yeah. The T battery cutoff wheel and they installed that thing in an hour and fifteen minutes from on and off. That's awesome. Very nice. That's and awesome. Yeah. It was it was incredible. Uh and not, not too many adult beverages involved, but I, I mean, it, <laughs>
5: <laughs>
10: it was a great day at Ralph's, Let's put it that way.
0: Oh, that's awesome. We've got the guys from Pipes and Pipes Performance Exhaust in Hatfield, PA. And man, we got we have Dave Gerard on. He is the VP of Sales and Marketing, and he has been gracious enough to, to join us. And we've been going back and forth for, for a couple of weeks now, right, Dave? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so tell tell our listeners a little bit about Pipes Straight Up.
10: Just tell us who you are, what you do. Cause it's not all Jeeps, right? No, not at all. We started in the muscle car uh, building exhaust for that almost nineteen years ago. Now it's almost almost twenty years uh, that we started, and it started kind of. We had a Pontiac restoration company called Performance Years, and There were no good exhaust systems on the market for the early Pontiacs that included manifold downpipes and mandrel bending and X-pipes and all this other stuff. So the owner just saw a market there and started, Um, and we've been going strong ever since. Uh, We got into Jeep around 2012, uh, kind of as a dare because the owner didn't want to do it. He was... Emphatic, emphatic that that wasn't our market really and now that ground clearance kit is our number one selling skew yeah buddy yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because yeah, i
3: fooled
0: you <laughs> <laughs> we,
10: we've got to... yeah we have a spring kickoff meeting every year and he was reading his statistics and he looked down and he looked at me and he says that can't be right is it and i looked <laughs> and, yeah it is yeah and uh, it was 300 units better than our next selling SKU. Wow! Which was a lot great. of jeeps out there.
0: Well, it,
5: yeah.
10: So
0: it's kind of funny. I we we've talked about this because you have a better exhaust than what I had. You have a better exhaust than what I have. Bill, I don't know what he has, but it's, it's loud. It's <laughs> <A> straight pipes. <laughs> and and I would always wherever we went, I was I felt like I was driving a minivan because the 3.6 Pentastar is yeah. is the yep. the engine the, that they the use in motor. the in 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 the Chrysler um lineup and it was quiet and just I felt like you know I'm dropping a kid off at the the soccer field and and everything while I and then I'm going to go off road for a little bit and then I'll go back and pick up the kid at the soccer field um until yesterday
3: and 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 now doesn't it it doesn't uh, it make driving the jeep a hell of a lot more fun. It just adds something to the experience. I, I, I will say this. You're a Mustang guy. Yes. And and I had Mustangs growing up. Right.
0: And, you know, you're a car guy, like, mm. through and through. It, it There's something about hearing your effing car. Well, uh, yeah. and It doesn't,
3: I mean, if you truly, truly are a motorhead, it doesn't matter if it's a 3.6 Pentastar or a 6 liter LS with a Magnuson Supercharger on it. You know? <laughs>
0: You, you want to hear, hear that,
3: yeah, yeah you definitely. Want but to it does—it it does make a difference. Like when I had the stock exhaust on the on the JK, the 2018, it was—I mean, it was fun to drive. But when I got the exhaust on it, yeah, you know, it, it just—I don't know—it just adds something.
0: It does. And before we go any further, I've got a video that that you guys sent me, and it's actually Jeep out on the trail, and we get to hear a little bit of that action. So, Dave, if it's okay with you, I, w- I want to play that right now. Is that okay? Yeah, go for it. All right, let's let's make sure that I I play the right one here. It's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and just the you know, it just it, it and, and and I experienced that exact thing today. Yeah. Just being out on Trail and hearing that. And where did did you guys record that somewhere? Where where was that? That was at Rouse Creek. At Rouse Creek. Oh, okay. Which is a great yeah. a great park here in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, local park, I guess it, what, what an hour and a half, two hours from you guys.
10: Yeah, it's about an hour forty five minutes somewhere in the middle of there hour yeah. and a half yeah it's not a bad drive no it, I I gotta tell you
0: because that was the the cat back um dual exhaust right in that one
10: that was actually an axle back
0: axle back that's right the yeah, axle back. back I've got the cat back you got the cat back yeah,
3: yeah.
10: um
0: and, and that
10: sounds good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I well yours so yours deletes a resonator. You get rid yep. of the resonator and then it comes with you know, you get the the uh, pipe up to the axle over. Well, they get the yeah. muffler, then the axle over, and the, and the tailpipe on it. And then, so the one that he's talking about, in that left leaves the resonator in it, and is just, I believe they, did, Dave, did they leave the axle over pipe on it, and it's just the
10: right. It connects to the where the factory muffler connects up. Yeah, that's where our axle back connects up. Yeah. So it's all oh, okay. And it gives it that two pipe.
3: Yeah, and that's a little bit quieter, a little bit more subdued
9: than what you have. And then But it still has a nice rumble to it. It does. Mm-hmm. And it
3: depends what you yeah. want. You know what I mean?
9: Well, so. they, they always used a, a flow-through design design in their products anyway.
3: Right,
0: you right, know, right. I
9: mean, I'm thinking back to when one of the first exhaust modifications, one of the first modifications I did on my old Mustang, my 2002, was exhaust system. Yep. And I, like I said, I've been dealing with pipes for a long time. Yep. Um, I got one of their, uh, it was a, off-road off-road x-pipe and it was their pipe bomb ca- uh catback system okay the car sounded incredible
0: uh-huh. it was a
9: uh, yeah. two valve 4.6 v8 but i mean the way wow. the way that their um their flow-through design like you could actually look through the muffler right I, and, I
0: noticed that Lexi held up yeah. and looked through it yeah. today. Tell me about that,
10: Dave. Yeah, that, we're
3: talking here and, and like we know yeah. a lot about <laughs> no, this no, stuff I, and we have the guy right here. So, Dave, we'll shut up now. Go ahead, Dave.
10: <laughs> no, that's fine, guys. No, it it you know what it's really nice that you guys are this knowledgeable about our company. You know, we you know, we play with some pretty big players and uh and for you guys to be this knowledgeable, it's really welcome. Uh the Mustang exhaust is, is pretty in your face, pretty loud. Uh we have that pipe bomb, we have that violator muffler, which we were famous for. Yes. Still are. Um by far one muff- of the best
9: sounding one of the best sounding mufflers.
10: Um Yeah. The muffler on yours is our Street Pro series, which is actually chambered. It just doesn't have any packing in it. And no. we did that for a reason because of the V six and to try and get a tone that was Decent, gave good power, but wasn't annoying. Um, you know, the system you have is designed for a guy who likes the wheel, but it's a daily driver. He may drive some highways. Uh, we have a little more aggressive system that I have on mine. Um, but my son actually has the system you have, and we played with muffler location on his um, and changed the tone a little bit, too.
0: Yeah, we were talking a little bit before we before we came yeah. on. You could actually change the location of the, the muffler um, in that system. Tell us a little bit about that.
10: Yeah, if you relocate the EVAP canister up behind the fuel tank, I think there's a couple kits on the market to do it. You can actually slide the muffler so you can go mid-pipe all the way to the muffler and then the tailpipe, um, and that will actually quiet it down even more. Um The standard location is in front of the evap canister, so you would actually have a mid pipe muffler, mid pipe tailpipe. Uh, But it can uh, it can uh, be located either place, and it'll change it. Uh, We tested that in October. Uh, We had two identical JKU Saharas, the same year, almost the same mileage, and had the exhaust the, the muffler in two different places, and they were drastically different as far as sound
9: oh that's interesting was it more tone or was it more was it volume or tone
10: uh both actually uh the uh with the muffler forward it sounded way more rowdy oh okay it was it was pretty calmed down with the muffler further back in the system it's
3: interesting it's, it's something i didn't know and he said it earlier and i yeah. was like hmm, that's it got me thinking. I
0: was yeah, I was like yeah. I'm going out in the driveway right now and moving it and yeah. and changing it in a different place. <laughs> well, cool.
9: from an engineering standpoint, it probably has to do with <laughs> <laughs> It probably has to do with back pressure then.
3: Well, that's how
0: my going wheels started turning and I'm like, "Oh, but anyway, that's cool." Yeah, it, so I, I I it was I wouldn't change a thing about mine right now. I've yeah. I I have been just blown away yeah. by it. And my old Mustang Dude, it it was a you know a th- a three o two and it you could you could feel it yeah coming
9: well, and you know what that's right. one of the thi- like I don't drive a V eight Mustang anymore and that's one of the things that I do miss is the sound um if I want to see if this will actually work I have an old video of my old Mustang oh yeah why
3: why he's queuing that up yeah. I I'll tell you what I like about the pipes the sound it's so at idle it you know you have it's a deep sound it for is. a V six yeah. Um, you know, but on the highways, they're not super loud. They're, mm-hmm. you don't drone, you don't get the vibrations, the, you know, it, it, it the, the drone's annoying. That's the problem I have with mine. Yeah. Right. You know, when your friends are behind you and they're like, ah, oh, dude, your exhaust is like making my mirror shake. <laughs> they're behind it's you. Annoying. Don't worry about
9: yeah, it. Yeah,
5: right.
9: <laughs> so, well, I mean, following Billy is, is that way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it really <laughs> is. <It's loud. laughs> okay, let me, let me, let me see if this actually works. I'm going to put this up to the mic. All right.
0: Oh, wow.
9: Yeah. Yeah. And that was... A... That's a Pipes? That was the Pipes. Uh, pipe bomb, cat-back exhaust yeah. on my 2002 Mustang GT. Yeah. The day I installed it. Yeah. One of the happiest days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I.
10: Uh... Quite aggressive, the uh, Mustang systems. Uh, 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 we were... Uh, you know, since then, yeah, we've gotten... We the guy right with, uh, with the system. Uh, so I'm, I, why didn't I get that
9: sound? Well, that's because it's a V8 versus
10: a V6. Yeah, but I don't want, I don't want that.
9: <laughs> if we put the LS swap in your Jeep. Ooh. Then maybe we can get that sound.
0: <laughs>
9: <laughs> no, that was,
5: uh,
9: I mean, I, I've just been blown away.
0: Hey, the simplicity. Yeah. Right. I, there wasn't any welding. There wasn't any, you know, and, and part of that is, you know, Jeep's approach to it but taking those those hangers off of the metal stems and and ah uh, that was a a nightmare yeah um and you know it, I I recommendation out there if you're going to do this if you're taking your stock system off and you're going to put it just cut cut, cut it, the damn hangers cut everything right cut on, everything on on the system, the stock system. The Don't stock do it from system. the body. <laughs> Don't do it from the body hangers. But
3: so I mean, the, the, the systems fit really well. They, yeah. Dave, what do you guys do? I mean, how do you how do you make that happen? Like I've tried to bend my own exhaust and do that already. I suck at it. How do you yeah. guys do it? Oh, good question.
10: Yeah. Well, you look look behind me, and you see uh, we're constantly updating and improving materials, improving processes. I mean. We've sold 55 Chevy systems since we started in 2002, and there's a car on the lift getting, making sure all of our tooling and all of our patterns are updated. So along with that maintenance program, you know, we spend a lot of time. We start from mandrel bends. We do it that way um, rather than bend and anything. Then we scan the parts. All the parts go into a digital print so we have records of them and what batches they're labeled, and uh, then off to, uh, to the bender uh, so we can control the quality come the go.
3: So are you guys motorheads first, engineers second, engineers first, motorhead
10: second? Which way is it? <laughs> wow. How um, about self-taught at all? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. No, I've, I've been involved in motorsports pretty much my entire life and yeah. career. Uh, I went from playing very high level sports to applying that what I learned there as far as uh, motorsports. I was a diehard drag racer for years. Got into road racing for a bit, and now I like jeeps. So uh, from a personal, point, I've always had a wrench in my hand ever since high school. So,
3: so if you go on their website, you know um, you can definitely see and through social media, pipes is a very you know some companies their business is first. You know, Pipes is really committed to that culture and they live it every day.
10: Yeah. yeah.
0: So I yeah. I you, you you said something earlier to me that really kind of it, it took me a second to digest, but you guys scan the parts in to a computer CAD system of, of some sort and yeah. then the the pipes and stuff are produced from those scans is that correct yes so every single
10: time you put it and install it it's going to be exactly the same pretty much pretty much you know it's vendors have tolerances and you have to like any cnc process it's it 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 can vary on machine conditions and time of day the weather everything comes into play, but you know, we always have a standard we can go back to. Uh, we even build some test fixtures at times too uh, to double check production runs, you know, as a quick check.
3: That's cool. So quality, you know, quality control is important with you guys as well.
10: Yeah. yeah right. and, and we're able to do it in enough volume to keep the, the price points very reasonable. Uh, yeah. We, we we like uh, our product positioning. We put out a very high quality product at a very affordable price. Uh, it's all stainless steel construction. It's all either high quality band clamps or yep. high quality hangers. Everything you know, we try and do uh, to give the customer the best of the best uh, without spending a fortune. Right.
0: Well, I <laughs> I and mean, to that point, man. I when I look at the prices, I'm I'm like are are these right? <laughs> it,
3: it It is, it is amazing. The product you get for the price. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're,
0: and they could easily be a hundred dollars more each one.
10: And, and don't tell, don't them, tell that. them that. Don't. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wait until I
3: buy mine. Then,
10: you know. <laughs> I know. I, Cause no, I, we're, we're quite, uh, I didn't say we shouldn't have a price increase, but I'm just saying we're, we're comfortable with the margins and, 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 you know, we're, you know, for now we're able to, uh, Keep the pricing where it is. Well, for me, an American company that takes that approach. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's
9: huge, yeah. and yeah. you know, you know, it's high quality products for a decent price. Yeah, I mean, and the fact that it's made out of stainless steel. Yeah, and you don't got to worry about it rusting through. Quality right? components. You know, everything's quality. Everything's double checked yep. over there. Yeah. They're using the, you know, the, the the really, it's good hardware that they're using. Yep. I mean, yeah. you, it, you can't beat it. You can't. So kudos to you guys for that.
3: So it's also, and like, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dave. And, and lifetime
9: warranty. Oh, yeah, lifetime oh, warranty, right. yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Really nice. A lot of exhaust yeah. systems yeah. don't, don't yeah. do that. Yeah. Try, getting, try getting, I don't know, Flowmaster. So tell us a little <laughs> bit about the
3: muffler design. I mean, that's where all the magic happens. Yes. So we, that's where we get our sound from. We can tune back, you know, um, uh, back pressure with it or, or flow with it. How, how did you guys go about coming up with these great sound and exhaust?
10: Well, we have actually now four different muffler technologies that we can choose from depending on the vehicle. A lot of the muscle car systems, we offer all four mufflers. We also offer a choice of X-pipe and H-pipe or straight pipe. So the catalog is is quite extensive. You can actually custom tailor whatever sound you want. Right. Uh, Vehicles like Jeeps, late model trucks, late model muscle cars, you're kind of limited because of the catalytic converter technology and the tone you're after. So we kind of nail them down. Like the Jeep, for instance, the Street Pro muffler seems to be the best for now. Mm-hmm. We have a muffler we just introduced called the Turbo Pro. I've, I'm dying to try one of those on, on a Jeep, but I don't quite have the configuration we need yet uh, to to start playing with that.
3: So what's the difference between the Street Pro and the Turbo muffler?
10: So the Street Pro muffler is a chambered muffler without uh, any packing at all. Uh, And it just kind of rumbles around in there. It has no direction. With the Turbo Pro, we've actually put deflectors inside the muffler to turn the exhaust. uh, And the tubing is a little bit different. The tubing is a perforated tube. It does have a packing. uh, So it is going to... Uh, knock down some tone you know we've been experimenting with the gpo with all the all the mufflers and it's it's really quite impressive on that car so do you guys all wear
0: hearing um apparatuses to protect your hearing
10: (laughs) oh god no i love the sound
5: yeah we were
10: we're hoping you would say that
3: (laughs) so i mean is, is, is there like i mean what kind of sound is this turbo muffler going I'm I'm, uh, I'm Jones and for you're, yeah you're I'm excited right Yeah so what I mean are you looking for a little more mellow sound is that what or is that what what the thought process is
10: Yeah yeah I know with the 15 horsepower LS, we might have to do something a little bit different <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Dave, it's um, going to hold up for fire I want
3: flames coming out so. Oh
10: there, uh, well we could we could put you into our race pro muffler for that or the violator Perfect. then create some flames but Violator uh, that yeah. is such a great name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Um so, yeah, uh, we have slogans around that thing for sure. But uh, <laughs> the turbo, turbo Pro was again, yes. It, it older muscle car guys, like the muscle car hobby is not getting younger.
3: Right. Yeah.
10: Mm-hmm. Not many people not not many people in their 30s and 40s even building well, maybe thirties and forty, you can get some people building muscle cars, but younger crowds, yep. they're not there. Uh, the Pontiac ha- hobby, in in specific, is is pretty old, yep. and yeah. it it was time to start looking for something that was mellow, but not quite, not quite restrictive or anything that's going right. to hurt the performance of the vehicle. So, uh, so that's why we. We worked on that technology pretty hard this year. Oh,
3: yes, cool. Adam. So, I mean, that's great for, like, if you have an overlanding rig, you know, yeah. like, I'm I'm considering buying a Commander. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And, and I'm looking at a 5.7 liter Hemi. Ooh. I want a little more sound out of it, but I don't want to be driv- driving, you know, 12 hours a day in this thing heading out west and, and, you know, it's groaning in the background. A little more sound, so I'm thinking that turbo muffler be you know, something like that is perfect. Yeah. Same thing with these guys that are, you know, they're in their rigs all day long, you know, yeah. that muffler, you know, my, my exhaust is fun. Cause I'm in it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, <laughs> right, right. you know, <laughs> but, um, but yeah,
0: that's cool. So I have a chicken or an egg question. Um, some people say that you shouldn't do an exhaust unit until you've done something to the engine or something pre is that true is there any truth to that
10: no not really because a lot of people that'll buy an axle back or something like that are doing it strictly for tone and axle backs power wise aren't going to really affect anything right uh and even some of the cat backs not necessarily cold air or or, or stuff like that but you know, that's, you're limited now on what you can do to newer vehicles. Uh, yeah. The EP has them pretty much on lockdown, um, has our, our hands uh, handcuffed in a lot of ways. Uh, so you're left with um, exhaust intake and programming, and none of them can affect NOx. So um, those are about all you can do
0: okay so is there anything that you recommend pairing from a from a modification standpoint with
10: i would probably do a cold air with the with the uh, or some kind of unrestricted or less restrictive air intake to go with an exhaust i think you get the most bang for the buck uh without sacrificing performance <music>
11: All right, so I'll just go? All right. I'm Peter, and I'm addicted to loud exhausts. It all started when I was in high school, and all my friends had Honda Civics and other really cool sports cars, and their exhausts were modified, and they were super loud. And I just had my Toyota Camry, and it just, couldn't keep up I just wanted to be cool I wanted to sound awesome like those really cool hot boys I just wanted to be a hot boy it was three years ago that I finally got a Jeep it was my dream vehicle I felt welcome amongst other Jeepers you know they would invite me out to go wheeling with them I get the Jeep wave while I'm driving down the road Even had some of them taking pictures of my Jeep while I was at Target with rubber ducks. Like, I don't get it, but I felt welcomed. But then, it happened. They started getting loud exhaust systems. I tried to keep up, but they didn't wanna hang out with me and stopped inviting me to go wheeling. I would play exhaust sounds through the sound system, and I even hired a professional trombone player. I don't know what to do Pipes Exhaust and Jeep Life Podcast I need your help I don't know what I will do If I don't get an exhaust system Help me, please
1: (laughs) Well, 100% Winner, winner, chicken dinner
3: No shit
0: Um so speaking of which colin i it, it's your formal introduction from from alpine um welcome to the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself and and what you do for alpine
12: all right so um let's see uh you know i have always been a car audio enthusiast and you know even since way back in the day I've also been a jeep guy you know um when i was uh eighteen nineteen years old and um I, I had a comanche up on 31s and this this is uh you know back when uh you know the the, the wrangler wasn't a four-door it was a you know, two-door you know way 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 back when yj 3j type of stuff and, yeah you know uh, i uh you know i i kind of cut my teeth on on uh on that and got into a four-wheel drive a little bit and and then i kind of you know uh, i got into car audio and uh, i got into some trouble with the with the driving a little too fast and getting some, uh, some speeding tickets and some issues with that. And, you know, ended up with a minivan for, for some years. And uh, I'll tell you, um, going from driving a, a Jeep and having a Camaro and going to a minivan that, uh, that, that, that sets you back a little bit. And all of a sudden you're, uh, you're looking to, uh, you know, to kind of compensate for that a little bit. So I had to have the loudest sound system in the minivan that I possibly could. And, uh, Next thing you know, I'm I'm working for a shop. Next thing you know, uh, you know, some years pass and I'm working as a rep and now I'm working directly for Alpine, which has kind of been a, a dream come true for me. I mean, I I've, I've I've always wanted to work for, for Alpine. I've always had love for the company and I have Alpine gear and vehicles since way back when and man, it, it, you know, being here is a, is a is a great thing and you know, having it tied into the Jeep community it, it brings me right back around to, to where I was when I was a kid. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, car audio and electronics and mixing it with, with four wheel drive and off roading. And it, it all kind of goes together. And, uh, yeah, I love it. I yeah. Love it. Uh,
0: so Alpine is synonymous with quality, quality sound. Yeah. In yeah. That's, that's what I miss right now is, yeah, is
1: the, my stereo in my JK. Yeah. yeah. Cause well, I have a X. Ex- Li two oh seven restyle right in the dash, and then I got the full right. um, speaker set up with this subwoofer. Yeah, and that sounds—it's yeah. unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and so uh, I mean, it, it is synonymous with quality. And and to be, you know, we're all jeepers. So Alpine does the OEM upgrades for for
12: Jeep as it is, right? Is, is that right? We, we uh, you know we we build the OEM system you know, as our uh, OEM team. Um, so the premium system that comes in the Jeep, um, it, it is an Alpine system and we, we engineer it from the ground up. Now, when when you're building, you know, hundreds of thousands of them for a stock vehicle, there's, you know, some some constraints there for, for what you can do. And, uh, you know, our aftermarket gear doesn't have some of those constraints. You know, mm-hmm. when you're building for OEM, you have to consider weight. You have to consider how much power it's going to consume. You have right, to consider, right. you know, uh, a, a lot of the things. Overall cost once you're building aftermarket gear that that lifts the, the restrictions so our aftermarket gear, all of a sudden we're able to, to really just stretch our legs and build uh yeah. you know, to, to, you know, basically, basically people's desires. So, yeah. um, but because you know, of that, and yeah, it's, you know,
3: it's funny because, you know, going back to what Colin was saying earlier, I, I remember my Civic that I had, my first one, had a had an Alpine head unit. In it, and it went through like four, like, it outlasted like four cars. It just kept moving it to car to car to car. And Yeah. I mean, this stuff is, I, I've had other stuff in there, Sony, and, and it didn't last. It's built like a tank. It really is. I mean, Alpine is just. And then there's a care and attention
0: to sound. Right. So not only is it built well. I mean, right. When you, I've, I've held a Alpine head unit and I've held my pioneer there, there's, there's a weight difference and oh, you can time. feel the, yeah. how solid it is. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't feel like anything moves when no. you, when you, when yeah. you move your hand. So, I mean, that quality is, is definitely there, but then you, you go and, that's one thing to build it like a tank, but if it doesn't sound good, it really doesn't matter. Right. 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 And, and it.
3: So now, call, I have a question for you. And we were talking about this earlier today, going back to the factory systems. Um, so, you know, as I'm starting out to fit the Jeep with some Alpine stuff and, and eventually, you know, I, it, I want it to be sole Alpine. Um, the question that Terry and I were talking about, why does Alpine not offer the subwoofer in a rear storage well like they do sure. in a factory? <clears throat>
0: The flooring. Oh, so, yeah. here we go. Let, let's call. Let's call Colin on, and then let's just go right for the complaints <laughs> right off. The no, line. I'm
3: not complaining. I'm not complaining because there's <laughs> no, some. I'm there's a
0: question because there's
3: some other really good stuff. So let me. So because our listeners premium, understand the premium. Right, Alpine so, is located. Right, but my my you know. So there is some really good you know. So my question is, I don't mind putting like the the eight inch powered subwoofer under the seat, or they yeah. got the ten inch yeah. water resistant, yeah. which is probably better than what goes in the back and sounds better. I'm sure, but but I was just curious why they didn't offer that as a you know an option.
12: Okay, so the the trunk location that that was where you know kind of Jeep ha- had their hand in you know where we needed to put it. You know they they said you know what, but let's put it in the rear of the car. We we can't have stuff going under the seats in the vehicle. It's not from a uh, you know OE perspective. But once we got into the aftermarket, we we did our listening test and we said you know. Frankly, the under the front seat is a better location for the subwoofer. Okay. It's a better location because it loads into the front footwell and it basically helps reinforce the base so that when you take the top off of the truck, right. it contains the base in the gotcha. vehicle much better than, than having it upfire and just kind of firing it to the air. And the minute you take the top off the Jeep, you know, anybody totally that has makes one, sense. one of the sound sure. systems. Yep. Yeah, they, they know they lose just a, you know, a, a good amount of base that right. way. Um, putting it in the footwell. That that solves that issue entirely. It's it, it instead of losing like fifty percent of your base, you lose like fifteen percent, twenty percent, somewhere that That's range. awesome. There's still a little bit of a drop off, but it's not right. as severe. So right, right. You know, so
3: that, that was, was our question. It wasn't it wasn't a complaint as no, much yeah, as yeah. why do they you know why why did they not? But that makes perfect sense.
12: I mean, that's I mean, what, free. Throw the tough ones at me. I'm good. I'm good. For
0: it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I
12: mean, jeep, <laughs> sorry, Colin.
3: jeep looks at that as no, free
0: space, right? Yeah. Space is right. Not right. Right. Utilized right, for anything. Right. Other than, you know, maybe a little bit of storage. Hey, let's put
3: the sub back there.
0: That way we don't have to... Because that wasn't it the... Now, when Infinity the side, was that, building
3: them, they were on the side. They right. were side-firing. Right, yeah. And then Alpine switched it. To be honest with you, I liked it better than than Infinity's. Like, my 2011 had the Infinity that was... And that was a that was a pain in the ass, because it ate up trunk space, and it was like yeah. awkward location. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Like I listen, Billy's Billy sounds great under the, under the driver. It does sound, yeah. you know, it hits harder and, and, uh, you know, you definitely can feel it more.
0: Although we couldn't include
3: everything. We just wanted to get some of the highlights.
0: Thank you so much for hanging out with us through all of 2021. And we look forward to seeing you in the new year for Don, Bill, and myself, Terry, wishing you the Jeep Lifers, a happy holiday season, and a happy new year to you. See you soon.
3: Perfect.